0: Hey everyone, this is Cynthia LaShawn here in the lounge with the Miss English from Millennials versus everybody. I don't know why I was about to say Detroit versus everybody, <laughs> but we about to go into that how that relates soon. Say hey, English. Hey, family. How are you guys doing? English with the I here. Okay, look. Do you have to tell a lot of people like it's with the I instead yes, of yes? E?
1: I do. Like, cause some like literally when I first say my name, people are like, like they like what like or what's your name? Like they don't think that they really heard me, and so. um yeah, I, I usually introduce myself like English with the eye and it, it is unique, it's different too. So, and I get a lot of jokes and stuff, which I think is super I think it's super funny the jokes that I get. Mm-hmm. I, and it it's cool that my name can make people laugh or they feel it's interesting or it does pause, but um yeah.
0: It helps you stand out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks girl. Thanks. No, no problem. I just think that's just so unique mm-hmm. with also with a unique vision for a unique person. See, look, I see it, I see (laughs) it. So before we go any further, tell people about um, Millennials versus Everybody. Okay, cool. So um,
1: Millennials versus Everybody, we started back in 2018. Um, We are a social enterprise, right? We empower millennials and we equip them with intellectual tools, professional resources, and civic engagement opportunities to lead better lives. So we throw a series of events, events, have an online platform essentially that focus around our three point holistic approach to millennial involvement, which is personal, professional, and civic growth. And so, um, most of our programming is around that. Like, for example, um, we had a summer entrepreneurship series, right? And um, each of our events were focused around a three point holistic approach. So, the first one was on personal development, which we called uh, the challenges of entrepreneurship, mental health, physical, mental health, physical and uh, mental realities, which was super, it was a super powerful conversation. Um, There's a lot of statistics around um, millennials, right, and us becoming entrepreneurs, right, and the mental health aspect that goes along with that. And it is World Mental Health Day, so um let's shout that out oh shout out yeah yeah and uh the second event that we had was called business profit impact which focused more on our civic approach so um how do we use our businesses for a vehicle for impact right or how do we allow our skills to work in this impact world in this space and the last event was professional development and it was a networking rooftop party which was super fantastic Ooh. yes girl
0: Oh my goodness! I love it, mm-hmm. and I love that something here in the city as a resource. So, what made you yes. start that? Like, mm-hmm. what made you like? You know what? I'm gonna begin. Uh, I'm gonna begin an organization. What What brought that idea? Uh, so, really, my mom.
1: She thought about the name Millennials versus Everybody First, and she was, you know, when when she said it to me, yeah. Uh, I just I was so inspired that felt like an organization that felt like a movement right um, there's so much going on in this political realm in this political space right um, there's so many things that are happening in this world and Millennials we are passion for right we are purpose forward and I see that we have all this passion right but not really an outlet to get involved in the communities and for us to get involved in social causes that we care about so in the beginning Uh, millennials versus everybody was seen as a space to help millennials get more civically engaged right and so then i started to think about like millennials yeah we want to give back yeah we want to be civically engaged but at the same time we're all about professional development right we're always trying to become better right um you know so i was thinking like wow like instead of me just taking from millennials and saying like, hey, let's go help these people. It's more like, how can we grow as millennials, right? How can we grow as better people, better citizens, right? So even before we start connecting with nonprofits or different community spaces, like, where are we at? Like, how is our personal health, you know? How is our professional development? And so I'm like, wow, like, I really feel like this can be a movement for so much more. And in addition, Um, When I graduated from Bowling Green State University and I came home, um, I was often looking for spaces with like-minded individuals, millennials who were progressive, millennials who were professional, right? Um, But then also millennials who were well well well-rounded and down to earth, right? So I would go to like a lot of, you know, I would go to certain events and um, they would kind of feel, you know, surface level, right? right? And so I was like, and and it and they felt super like super professional. Right. And so like very uptight. Yes. Very, thank you. Great worry. Like very uptight. And I was like, you know, I'm in a lot of spaces. I know a lot of people and I know a lot of grassroots community people who do phenomenal work, amazing work, you know, who who may not have all these degrees or accolades or they might you know, they're not in this social space, but they do great work, right, and so I'm, I'm constantly around all flavors of people, right, and I, and I really do see the, the beauty and the value of so many people, and so I said, hey, um, not only will I provide resources for millennials, right, because I want us to grow, right, I, I'm really here for empowering millennials, right, um, but, but, but truly, like, providing a space for millennials to collaborate, to meet one another, to to meet people who don't necessarily have the same story or background as us, right? Um, but, yeah, so, I, yeah, I just really started envy out, out of a need, out of me, like, seeing my millennial community, like, seeing all the talent and in, 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 in loving this space, right? And, you know, I'm just like, yo... I, I I feel this movement. I want to do something great. I see a cause, and I'm going to tend to it.
0: Yes, and you can, like, be professional and still have fun. Yes. And a lot of people feel like you can't have that duality. Mm, yeah. It's okay. It, it's like it's like you said. I know a lot of professional, amazing people mm-hmm. that still, you know, listen to trap music. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and it's, and it's, you want to create a community, like, a space where you can do both mm-hmm. and talk about a variety of different things yeah. without looking like, uh, X, Y, Z. Yeah. So how the reception been from the community and how was the early start of it? Right. Okay. So um, I would say that uh, from the community, I've
1: gotten a lot of like really good feedback and support. Um, and just like people saying like, oh, I've heard of MVE," or I've heard of millennials versus everybody. Like that. that's amazing to me because really like. I do so much of this work by myself, like in a startup in the beginning, like you do a lot, a lot, lot, lot by yourself, right? And so it it definitely has been difficult, but the testimonies I get from people oh that come gosh. to my event, it's just so, it's so powerful, right? And it just like, it's like, yes, you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing forward. And when I tell people about MBE, right, and all the great development that we have coming up, right, um, it just revalidates that validates that this organization is needed and it's necessary and you know i'm really here to um, serve an audience so um, i really appreciate that and um having like a cover story like you know written about me being an entrepreneur and like the good work that i'm doing around millennials like i was super appreciative of that like i didn't even see that one coming i was like oh yes i was i like whoa, well, this is you know this is really a blessing and you know sometimes you know it gets hard right and like you're not sure if, if things are really working out because startup world is it's a lot of trial and error right yes. it's like you you got to figure it out you got to put your foot out there and just if you mess up it's okay just figure it out and start over and that can be difficult but um i i am getting like Good feedback, and I'm thankful. And what I've also recognized with these workshops that I'm putting on, um, a lot of millennials are coming forth about like, oh, well, I, w- I would like to be on a panel, or I you know, I want to do a workshop. Because something that's very important to me is that um, when we do get resources, like pretty much how my events work, um, we'll have workshops, right, or some type of panel presentation. And what's important for me is variety, right? So we use like a T-shaped model where um, we go long in perspective and like on this wide level right and then down deep for like to go deeper into content right so if i do have a panel they're going to be people from all different walks of life who come from different backgrounds who might have you know different status or you know whatever you whatever you would say um so we'll have a professional panel and then we go into a millennial panel because it's very important that my audience feels like they can relate to the people that they're talking to because it's like you know sometimes you can go to an event and it's like oh you know you don't you can't relate because they're a professional they're already there like you know what i'm saying like it, it's hard to relate so i always make a voice for my millennial audience to come up and say like maybe how they're doing in this space or you know just giving them a millennial perspective and so what i've recognized from that is just opening up the floor for millennials voice and their narrative has been super powerful and a lot of people have been coming up to me like yeah like I have I have a story, or I have information that I want to share, or I'm skilled in this department, right? Like we are millennials are amazing people. Like we do great work, and yeah. sometimes we don't recognize our gifts, right? Until like there's a platform for you to even share your gifts. So um, that's just been
0: that's been super phenomenal. Oh my goodness! I just want to know what have been some of the testimonies you have gotten, okay? Um, that you can remember. I know that's like yeah, oh yeah, so many. No. There are, there are like. T-
1: shoot it's a couple that sticks out but one that really really sticks out for me which has pushed forward something else that I'm doing is at our healing with Millennials event um, that event was just so phenomenal um we we had on our panel right um we had a woman um, named Tashima she's uh, awesome phenomenal she owns her own herb shop right um she is truly, truly, I would say like a grassroots, like educator, like community, feminine wellness queen. Okay, I had her there. Then I also had um, another woman named Miss Lisa. She is like a, a Vanderbilt graduate or something, very I, Ivy League background, black woman, powerful, beautiful, Um, she, you know, she spoke about eating healthy right so Toshima was there more about like herb and in, in, in the spirit right and and she was there focused on on dietetics and how you eat well and then we had another woman there named heather some of you guys might know her she t- focused on cannabis right um there was another woman who was there and she focused on reiki right and they are all different people, but it was a very holistic approach to millennial involvement. So who we have around us, what we eat, what do we consume, right? Like, what are the energies that we're dealing with, right? So that was powerful. We talked about that. But there was a point in the event where Um, things got, you know, a little sentimental, just a little personal. And that was beautiful. One person, um, you know, we were talking about addiction, um, and talking about holistic remedies to cure addiction, right. And so Tashima was able to um, recommend a couple of of herbs or advice to someone in the audience who um you know knew a friend who was dealing with a pill addiction and so he was able to take that information back to her and give it to her and you know that remedy that Tashima told him was something that worked for her something that was able to step in and to change her life and that was so beautiful and I was just like wow like and also from my, the millennial panel part, um, my cousin, she is super like spiritual, she's vegan, like all this stuff, right? So I'm like, you know, I asked her to come up on the panel, like talk about her perspective, like living a holistic, you know, holistically well life. And she got up there and she did phenomenal. Like, you know, she really made people feel like I can do this, right? Like she, you know, she has a, a narrative and a journey that can relate to a lot of people and so um literally like a couple of weeks ago she told me she was like english that was my first time ever speaking in public oh my god i'm like are you kidding <gasps> oh! she's like yes i'm like see you did phenomenal and your story and your narrative like helped someone in the audience right and it was like just You know, me being able to have this space for her to step out of her comfort zone was beautiful. And so I just want to keep creating spaces where millennials have the opportunity to really tap into their greater purpose. And so... That was, that was,
0: that just like warmed my heart. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. It was great. And we've had some really good connections. Um, even at the networking event, the rooftop networking event that we just had, I mean, I had principals, professionals, C- CEOs, I mean, everybody from up under the sun, people who are on the corporate ladder, people who are down in the community space. And it was just really beautiful to see that, like, this space is here for people to uh, connect on all sectors, yes. on, on all spaces. And, you know, people come and didn't even, like, expect, you know, for the people who were there to be there, right? And it was some movers and shakers, but uh, everyone was just so humble, and it was just really a, a really, really good time. And, um, you know, and the Business Profit Impact event, this is probably, like, the last one. Um, my girlfriend, she really came up to me after and said that she definitely feels inspired Um to get involved into community work, right? Like she has a passion and she wants to, and now she feels a little bit more comfortable into doing that. And so that right there is like my very purpose, right, is for people to feel inspired and to feel connected, to be like, yo, like I can tap in the community, like I can do more stuff, like, you know, we Can do it right. I want to make giving back being a good person like cool, right? Like that's that's the it thing, that's right. The <laughs> <end> thing, right?
0: <laughs> no, no, most definitely. I see it seemed seem like that community is very big to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, before I start, you grew up in Detroit, from Detroit, Michigan. Yes, I did. I grew up
1: in Detroit, um, Eastside Indian Village, each Ooh, type of East Jersey, yes.
0: <laughs> so, I want to know, growing up, were you always into community? Were you always in organizations? Like, mm-hmm. that come, it seemed like it's a big part of your life?
1: Yes, yeah. Um, so, praise to my mama. Um, <laughs> she's definitely grown me up to be a giver. We've always done um, charity work every single Christmas. We always, like, I don't know if, if they still do, like, adopt a family, but back in the day, um, they used to do adopt a family, and so we would, like, be able to get to meet, meet the family, and we would go shopping for them and come back for a big event. Uh, which was super cool and um you know i i grew up privileged but i really didn't understand my privilege till i got to college um that's a whole nother story but um you know one thing was that when i was younger like if i didn't share my toys like my mom would be like give it to them like that's their toy right my mom she had real estate um all over in the city of detroit we ended up moving to farmington hills when i was in fifth grade but um You know, she had real estate, and, like, we would be in the city, and, like, you know, the energy just felt different, but she never said, like, English, like, you don't want to live in these houses, or this is not the space you want to be in, or that Farmington was better. Like, I never, I didn't know. My mom never taught me that you're better. It's just we're different. Like, it's different, right? And so I've never had you know, looking down upon people or that because I have a certain status that we're any different. I've never been raised to believe that. And I know some people who come up in a more privileged background, like that's their mindset. But my mom has never encouraged that type of mindset nor behavior. So I, I al- I've always felt equal and I've always felt and I've always sticking up for people who her bully like that was my thing like girl like I was like the bully of bullies (laughs) like in (laughs) fifth and fourth grade
0: like Like what you're not about to do (laughs) right
1: what you're not about to do is like bully her you know what I'm saying and I just recognized at a very young age just like character dynamics and just like I don't know, like, girl, I don't know, but yeah, I grew up in the city of Detroit. I went to all private schools, and then I went to Plymouth Educational Center, which is a charter school. I went there for two years, and that's when I got my spunk. Okay, <laughs> the little spunk like, came I up. I feel like that's when my little spunk, my little gangster, got developed. Um, <laughs> there, and then I, I, um, yeah, then I moved to Farmington Hills. But yes, I am a Detroit native.
0: And yes, you always been, honey. like, active with the organization. I see it. I see, like, the the, the passion for it. Yeah. And I feel like, and it's nothing wrong admitting, like, oh, okay, you, you might be privileged, but it's mm. also what you do with that privilege. Yes. And that's important. Because mm-hmm. we all want. Right. So, just real quick, can you, like, detail, like, when you got to college, that's when you discover your privilege? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so,
1: um... When I went to college, um I knew like we all have hardships. We all you know, deal with different things. But when I went to college, um, I had you know, I had a couple of friends, right? Um and when I would hear their narrative right, and their story and how they grew up and where they grew up, right, um, it I, I it really put things in perspective to me over the hardships that I did not face. like, I mean, I've always had a very supportive mother and stepfather. I've never had to worry about food on my plate or anything like that. But when I started to hear people's stories, right, and and their truths, I was just like, wow, like, yes, I'm a black. I'm a black person and I'm a woman, but I am still very privileged, yes. right? and. Um, I'm super thankful. Like my mom does real estate. I'm her only daughter. Like you know, only child, only child. (laughs) So um, yeah, like I said, I went to private schools. All this, all this, all that. And then my best friend, like um, in in college, like I just thought by the way he carried himself, you know, just everything. He was just this rich, prestigious black young man. Right. (laughs) Then we came back home to this city, and like he was just, you know, I don't want to say average or nothing, but like he would, you know, the way that he carried himself and who I, you know. What I perceived or made up of him—he, you know, he was just living this normal life and when we became best friends, he really broke down his story and his truth. And I'm like, wow. And then the more people I started to meet in college, like, because, you know, when I went to Farmington Hills for for, coll- or for high school. So pretty much everybody who is there and in that bracket, we pretty straight. Like, all my friends, we, you know, all our parents did pretty well. Like, we all straight, you feel me? And even in middle school. So when I got to college, you know, you meet people from all walks of life, from yes. all over the world, from everything, right? And so that's when I really started to understand, like, nah, you know, I was, I wasn't naive, like, you know, I know people grew up different, like, I obviously, like, I've been in the community space, right, but, you know, it was just still, like, a, um, an eye-opener to know that, like, wow, like, I really am blessed, and I'm I'm so thankful to my mom, and I'm so thankful for the optimism and the spirit that the Lord has given me, like, You know what I'm saying? I've always just been a giving person and a helpful person. That's just something that's within my heart. And, um, you know, yeah, community has been super important to me, even in even in undergrad and college. Like, I had a lot of leadership roles and um, communities that I was a part of. So, um, yeah, that's always been something in my heart. And being an only child,
0: I feel like I just gravitate towards. Yes, no, we can do a whole <laughs> nother episode on, on that. Yes, yeah, only. People don't ch- understand, like, when you grow up as an only child – is you take friendships and relationships just differently? It's different. it's, it's just different, mm-hmm. and you don't understand it's different until you meet other people who probably have siblings or big families. Yeah. Their views is a little different from yours. It's like only it's like I don't say it's an only child club, but mm-hmm. it's just certain yes. things we can only relate to. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I agree, girl. Trust me, but I have a big family though. My mom, she's ten of twelve, so my grandmother had twelve kids. Oh my god! My grandmother is my heart. That's my girlfriend. I love her to death. Um, yeah but I'm my mom's only child like which
0: is crazy <laughs> and speaking of relationships mm-hmm. um, your net worth being your net worth and I love how you have these events with Millennials versus everybody mm-hmm. where you can just meet so much so you just expound the importance of networking being your net worth and how networking have afforded you opportunities maybe financially yeah. or just educationally or just opportunity wise yes so, yes, um, I 100% agree
1: with you. Network is your network, for sure, like 100%. Um, so <clears throat> I've always really just been, like, a people person. Like, I've
0: always just known a lot of people. I don't even know, like, how, honestly. So you wasn't the type of only child that's, like, <laughs> yeah, an introvert. You're very no, extroverted.
1: extroverted, <laughs> very extroverted, like, super extroverted. My mom's extroverted. She tries to pushed me out there, too. So, <laughs> yeah, um, but, you know, I've... Uh, I, I just like to say that, like, I really do have a good heart and spirit, and God literally works through me, right? And I feel like um, I have an energy that attracts people, right, and a passion and an attentive t- attentiveness, right, that I feel like, you know, it's hard for a lot of people to have. Um, Oprah, she had once said, like, the most important thing we can do for other people is to let them know that they're seen, right, that they're loved, that they're heard. And I, I put so much value on that, making sure people feel like I see them. Like, not that I'm looking at you, but that I see you, right? Like, you are present, you are here, and I value you. And that's something that I just carry with me. Um, I, and I and I don't really have clicks. But I know like all the clicks, right? Like mm. I've never had like a click of girlfriends for real. Like that's never even been my thing. Actually, I have a lot of guy friends. I'm usually really? like this. Yes, <laughs> I, it's crazy. I, I always have like girlfriends, but it's like one or two. Like, but I have a lot of male friends. Like close girlfriends, you know. I have right. cl- I have more close like male best friends than I do girlfriends. Um but, yes, network is network, for sure. I do a lot of fellowships, right? Um, I look out for a lot of fellowships. I get in, I get involved in organizations. Like, I sit on two boards of nonprofits, which is – though, and those happen from me building relationships, like meeting people. Like, I don't know. That is just, that's just – I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, literally, and like you said, ask. Like, open your mouth, ask. Yes. Like, talk to people. Like, you know, just don't be afraid to, like, put yourself – you know, out there, but like fellowships definitely um, have helped me. I'm, I'm a part of this um, Skillman Foundation fellowship called Be Me. And I mean, I'm the youngest in my fellowship. Everybody, literally, two two people from my fellowship are getting awarded tonight. Really? Okay. Oh, I yes.
0: know oh, we're going to 40 under yes, 40. 40. And you know, <laughs> and just to add into the ask part, I just want yeah. you guys to, if you don't get anything from this episode, just start the day just asking. Yes. And because uh, luckily building connections, like you said, yeah. uh, being a freelancer here in Detroit, I mm-hmm. know somebody from Michigan Chronicle. I actually used to write a few articles for yes, them. Go, go. Thank you. And mm-hmm. I wanted to go. I was like, ooh, tickets were sold out. And it was kind of high. I was like, ooh, goodness gracious. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's, ooh, that's a little bill. Yeah. And I just asked, like, hey, any extra tickets or volunteer? And mm-hmm. he was like, shout out to Brandon Hunt, who yes. is the GOAT. Go ahead. He was just like, sure, just hit up. I'm going to hit you, give you some, you give this uh, intern your. Contact uh-huh. to volunteer. Next thing you know, hey, in there, we in there, in there like
1: somewhere, yes, like yes, that that's it's literally so important. And I also try to surround myself um, by people who I know are movers and shakers. Right, yes. um, sometimes. You really have to take a look around the people that are around you, right? And you can never be the smartest person in the room or who's doing the best things. And that's something that I literally learned in college, right? So, um, my, what's this second? Yeah, my second year in college, um, probably like second month in, I was really cool with this girl. You know how like in college, like you swear like you know them forever, but you really only knew them like a couple of weeks. For a couple weeks, like, yes, you don't even know them like that. You know what I'm saying? But Um, essentially, long story short, someone stole, like, $500 from me, and I was devastated because I only let close friends in my house, right? Right. I really didn't have that many people who I let in my house, right? So, I was really shook by that, and I prayed to God, like, please remove every snake, every person in my life who is not here to serve me well, like, please, God, just, like, remove them out of my life. And when I tell you, I was dropping friends like flies.
0: Like flies. <laughs> Be careful what
1: you wish Be for. Be careful what you... Okay? And I end up... Um, like, I end up going... Like, getting cool with people from um, Black Student Union. And um, actually, the president, he and I became best friends, right? And so he was a part of this... Um, program called PLA President's Leadership Academy and so all the students in there they have to be a part of an organization they have to get on the exec board like they literally are the leaders on campus and so from connecting with you know my best friend of Black Student Union I met all of the people in PLA and so I started to hang out with all the leaders on campus and so I was a leader on campus and so I was in more reciprocal relationships and so my best friend at the time, he actually told me about this fellowship called YP4, Young People 4, and that's for um, young people who have a passion for social justice or, you know, they, there's a their problem that they want to solve and so from there, I met more people and more people and more people, but it really did start off with me changing the people that I surrounded myself with every day, yes. right? Doing, reevaluating the people that I spend my time with, right? And so- Um, you know, I just, I just really had to switch that up and also be intentional about the spaces that I go to. Like, I literally met, um, someone in the city who I really appreciate. Um, and he, you know, he's really well versed and connected in the city, but I met him because I searched on Facebook, like professional events in the city of Detroit or something. And I, I I turned up to this event by myself. It happened to be an an NLC ceremony, right? And I just met like. They were, like, all the movers and shakers, like, in the city, right? And these are the people who I see on Instagram Who I'm like, yes, you're doing it. You know, I look up to them, right? So I see them here, and I'm like, wow, like, this is super cool, right? Um, And I met someone there. I was super friendly, and he invited me to the after party. And I end up going to the after party with all these, like, sweet, cool people (laughs) in the city of Detroit. And I was like, wow. like. But that all happened for me being proactive and being intentional about – Where am I going to spend my time this Friday night? I'm not going to the club. I'm not going to get a drink. I'm being intentional about who I'm surrounding myself with, right? And so I think that intention with networking is, like, very important. And, you know, just putting yourself out there, too, is super important. Yes, like I said, fellowships and, like, me being a part of this Be Me Fellowship. Like, um, yeah, I'm going to Forbes or not Forbes, I'm going to, is it Forbes? What is this called? Chron- it, Michigan. Tonight? Yeah.
0: The 40 Under 40 Michigan Chronicles. Yes, 40
1: Under 40 Michigan Chronicles. Yes, through um, my Be Me Brother, right? What? Um And so, he is phenomenal. He literally just got like, I don't even know, all these awards, all this crazy stuff and, I and I'm often the youngest person in the room a lot. I'm the youngest person sitting at the table a lot. And so I like to surround myself by people who are doing better than me, who are striving. Yes. Who, you know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, those are my tips as far as like. I mean, if you want to level
0: up, you got to level up your circle. <laughs> okay. And some people, and I say you got to like, you got to drop everyone now, Not yeah. unless they're doing things that you don't think they do. Right, right. But just saying like add more people. Be who mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who. You want to be like, instead of being hating, being yeah. jealous, ask them, like, how did you do that? Right. Learn from them. They might could teach you how to you never know. to get like that too. Mm-hmm. So don't hate, collaborate. There we go. <laughs> and yes. can you give like a few quick tips for people who maybe be, even though you're an extrovert, who probably don't know, like, what to say. I know when I first yeah. came back home, like, it's one thing. Out, uh, up in college, you kind of build that community, everybody. Mm-hmm. we you move back home, not that many people here. Yeah. You got to get kind of started running kind of like, it is sometimes clicks in yes, areas. It's definitely clicks. It's, it, it, is. Sure. it is. It not going to hold you up. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to come up too harsh, but just like, nah, yeah. they here. They, they here. <laughs> they here. But it's a way to navigate and still build connections. because you yeah. give tips on that. Um, okay, yeah, so I
1: would, even from my lens of even being an extrovert, right, there are cliques in the city of Detroit, there are spaces where it's like, I don't know if I'm necessarily welcomed, or, you know, if I, if I necessarily fit in, um, and so what I had to start doing was, first off, recognize who you are, thank you, okay, like, start there, I'm English with an I, okay, like, so, let me first of all, reevaluate, recognize who I am. One, and then two, recognize the value, right, that I bring to the spaces that I'm in. Sometimes we go into spaces and we haven't sitting down to think about our gifts, right, and our passions and what we have to offer, which is oftentimes a lot. We just have to sit down and to think about that, right? Um, so one, like, don't get intimidated, like, because everybody is just people, right? And mm-hmm. they're the same person as you, just in a different place, a different part of their story, different part of their chapter. And, you, and there's no telling what their chapter going to be next time and what yours is going to be. Nice, thank time. you. Okay, say so that. <laughs> like, let's start there too. And also, for like introverts, like, um, it's okay to like you know sometimes build relationships online too, right? Or or find a, a talking point, right? Or even something to compliment someone on. So, like, say you know, you're a journalist, right? You might there's someone a journalist that you you know really aspire to be like, or or, or you know, someone that even inspires you. Maybe you don't want to be like them, but they inspire you, right? Um you can bring up, like, yo, I seen your piece. That was really beautiful. Like, can you tell me a little bit more? Like, even, you know, you don't necessarily have to talk, but you do have to understand networking is about putting yourself out there, right? And then, like, tackle whatever that fear is that, that yes. you know, that that is, you know, that's scaring you. But at the same time, like, I feel like introverts – are great people i'm not saying like like change who you are and like become this whole extrovert because but like, it can
0: come off you trying to be somebody yeah, you're not it can come off. i
1: know a lot of very
0: smooth sailing like
1: <laughs> you know not not english not english eye, loud you know happy extra you know like i know people who just have a swag and a tone about them you mm-hmm. know but what they are is they're confident in who they are yes. right in, in themselves so i would really just start really start from there just like being confident, knowing your gifts, and being okay with expressing those.
0: No, most definitely. So has networking and meeting different people led you to forex? Because you are a yes, trader. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So um.
1: yeah. So networking definitely have led me to forex. So so my, how did
0: that come about? I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt you, yeah, but yeah. like you know, a lot of people. You grew up, we in this, we're yeah. the same age, grew yes. up in the internet, Instagram yeah. age. And yeah. I know you remember a few years ago. Right. I cannot remember. It was like some type of selling insurance. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yes. about. And it's like, you joined the team, and yeah. then, so like, was. When you found when you heard about Forex first through the uh, networking, were you kinda like apprehensive? Yeah, like yeah, well, yeah, when I first
1: heard of Forex, yes, I was apprehensive. I'm like, What is this? Like, <laughs> what is
0: <4X? laughs> like it's like
1: I ain't never heard of Forex before, like and then like the multi level marketing piece too, like it kinda throws you off. Right. Like are you really like what is really going on? Um, but you know, when the whole Bitcoin thing happened, nobody trusted it. No, no nope. you ain't know nobody, you weren't cool with it and then what happens? It just blew up, right? Right. Um, <laughs> Like so, yeah. I was I was a little skeptical about Forex in the beginning, but then I had to realize like all the naysayers and the people who don't like it, they've never tried it. They, right. they
0: they've never even been in it. And then one thing, <laughs> the reason I really wanted to talk about that because yeah. you're somebody with a platform. Right. People follow you in the city. Yeah. And it's like people don't say when you have a following, a lot of people know about you. Mm-hmm. When you post something, people gonna really like. Okay, if she putting this on her profile, yeah. he do. It must it's be legit because are not. Right. You're not they're gonna not put about, your, You're mm-mm. not gonna put your face associated with something you can't right. fully believe in. So yes. I see you on Instagram like really promoting. And I was like, if she really, let me, let, let me, me just, just
1: let it yeah, see what this is all about. Yeah, because you know, and that was something that I was afraid about. So I, I tried, I started. I became a day trader back in November, right? And so I've been trading for all this months, so all this time, right? And there is a multi level marketing piece to the The uh, educational platform that I'm a part of just like anything else like if you've ever um, you know work for a job and you refer somebody like you get a bonus check you know like you know they might do something good or like um, even like there are a couple of other places like acorns like if you tell people about it you get like a five dollar reward or you know different things like that it's it's pretty much the same thing Um, but like that's not That's not even like the part that I really focus on. It's really about spreading success for others and putting people on an opportunity that was once quiet, right? You know, back in the day, we really didn't have the technology to even tap into the foreign exchange market. But now... Um, you're able to right and like people get concerned about it um but like no you know we we file taxes like this is very real like you know we all this money is like that we make this is very real but it 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 is a skill right it is something that you're investing into learning a skill that no one will ever take away from you right um learning how to run the market read the market that's pretty much like what I do in the platform I'm a part of. So I'm a a part of a platform called I Am, and it is a forex academy, essentially. So it teaches you everything you need to learn to be a forex trader from basics all the way up to masters. We have um, I Am Live. So essentially, you can get on there with six-figure earners, right? Oh, wow. Who are master traders, day you know, live, ask them questions. We also have one there what you call the um, harmonic Scanner. It's a $120,000 software that scans the market for you, finding different patterns, where you wanna get in, where you wanna get out, and just on top of that, I'm a part of a network of over 8,000 traders, those who are masters, those who are traders just like me. And what I had to realize was, if it wasn't for my mentor, Oge, okay, like posting on social media or telling people about this opportunity, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't mm. be making this extra side hustle that I have now. And so I didn't. I, at first, I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want to build a team. But I realized there's so many people who ask me English, like, "I need a side hustle. Where? How can I make some money? Right? Or I'm, I'm tired of this job. It's not purposeful. Like I need more time, more freedom. And that's when I'm like, you know what? God has placed this blessing in my lap and in my life. Okay. It would be selfish of me not to tell other people how I'm making extra money. It would be selfish of me. And what I didn't want to do, I was like, dang, like, I'm going to have to be a mentor. I'm going to have to teach people. But, you know, you have to realize, like, you're not on this earth for yourself, right? Like, you have an assignment to do to give back to make this world a better place. And I feel like that just allowed me another vehicle to do that, right, to spread success for others, to put people on opportunities. Like, even when I say for millennials versus everybody, like – Every blessing is not for me. Everything that comes my way is not for me. It's to spread to somebody else. It's to tell somebody else. It's to put on a blessing for somebody else. And so I just really, like, sat back and thought, like, wow, like, I'm making money. I know my team is making money. Like, we all, we, we're we killing it. Right. And, and you see, like, people, like, young men, like, even, like, and what's, you know, what's, what's so hurtful to me is that before all these young black people start getting on it. Mm-hmm. Forex wasn't a scam. Nobody had any question. It was it was something that older white men did. Like I'm just gonna keep it 100.
0: Like really, so this is not new.
1: I don't know. Forex been around forever, girl. This is not new. (laughs) What's new is the technology enough so that people like me and you can do it, right? What's new is an avenue for us to get these educational resources and tap in, right? This is not something that's that that's secret and it used to be like you needed to know somebody, right, who was in this space. Now this is online, right? It's out. We literally making money straight from our phones. It's it's not it's not no hoops and loops, you know, as it was back in the day. But like I think now people think it's a scam because so many young black people are doing it, and it's like when young black people are doing it, that brings negative attention, which hurts my heart because I see, like, even people of color who feel like it's a scam just because other people of color are doing it instead of being like, wow, like, my friend used to be on 2K all day. Now he's doing mindset calls. Now he's teaching people about forex or whatever, right? And I just feel like even if, you know... The foreign exchange market it's not for everybody even if day trading is not for you it's not something to hate on or to talk down upon us up right because we do pay taxes this is real we do have withdrawal. everything about it is very real um but you know i don't know i i tell people hey mm-hmm. if you want an extra side hustle and you're interested in learning this Learning this skill, come on,
0: hop on. Most definitely. And it's yeah. so important. like, have people, like, you, like, they explain it. Mm-hmm. Because especially, I know when I went to college, you mm-hmm. hear so many things similar. Not similar like this, yeah. but that try to be like that. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember. I wish I could remember. It was this drink. If you went to Michigan State specifically <laughs> around 2013 to 2014, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> v- Vima or Vima. Vima. I'm, y- I yes. not familiar with that. It was like in the back of my mind. Uh-huh. And it was just – the way it was set up and approach, it was just like different. And then it just came out. It was like a, it was a whole big scam issue. And, yeah. and so, like when things like that happen, uh-huh. and like it been a few things like that on the internet, a lot right. of people kind of more like just have lack of knowledge as well, kind of scared because just like, is this just like X, Y, and Z? Cause right. I went broke from that. Yeah. So yep. it's important to let people, like people know, like you said, it been around. There's nothing yep, just new. This
1: is not nothing new. Like yeah, no, definitely not. It's not nothing new. And there's testimony after testimony. I think like. And when people see like multi level marketing, like people are cool with you selling tea and body weight shapers and stuff. Yes. I don't have no problem with that. Sell that if you want. Like, but that's also a form of multi level marketing. Here, I'm teaching you a skill that you don't ever have to depend on me forever again. A skill right. that can pay you forever. This is not a weight shaper. This is not no tea. This is a skill that can change your life. If if you want it to, it most definitely can. If you're looking for an outlet or a different passion, like. It, it's definitely able to happen. Now, people think, like, it's a, p- a pyramid scheme. But, like, in pyramid schemes, you cannot excel the person who's above you or who has who has brought you in. A pyramid yes. scheme is something similar to a job that a lot of people work. So when you think about a pyramid scheme, the CEO, he's at the top. Like, if you're working for S- Starbucks, like, do you ever think you're going to be the CEO of Starbucks? Like, do you ever think you're going <laughs> to be making as much money as the CEO of a Starbucks? It's
0: a, it's a ceiling. You Where's only can go ceiling? so far. Right.
1: Versus with multi-level marketing, or even in I am like you can pass your mentor. You can go past your mentor. Like you don't. There is no there is no ceiling at all. You have the option to do exactly you know whatever you want. It's no ceiling. And so I really try to make people understand. Like think about your job. That's low key a pyramid scheme, and you're not getting rewarded at all um, for really i mean yeah you get rewarded by the check but like if you're getting paid 23 23 an hour like that's a lot of time forex educator or forex people who train in the forex exchange market can make that in like an hour in 20 minutes in five minutes you know what i'm saying right. so it's just like when you're a forex trader and you're telling us we're in a pyramid scheme it's just like that it, it, it's mind-blowing to us yes. because that's just strictly not the truth and you know um i think when more people just like research and just like figure out like they know but it, it's you know it I feel like a lot of people feel like um you know when they don't just just don't value it so like we spend um, 165 dollars 200 dollars on on food
0: hair on hair on shit. look it, like look like like I had a financial advisor understand? come in recently she yeah. said just pay attention to what you spend more spend on like, what? really? It, it, think, certain things add up. Like, I know yeah. one girl, she spent all her money on food. Yep. Well you could just cook at home. Way yep. cheaper.
1: Way cheaper. You just got to think about what you spend your money on. What, you are, what you're investing in, right? And this is the age, really, where you want to invest. You want your money to be working for you, right? Yes. Like, you really got to figure it out. Like, how are you going to hustle, right? Like, everybody, you know, is thinking about the hustle right like how are we gonna do better how are we gonna you know so
0: because things get expensive especially even detroit <laughs> okay i came back home it's like Girl. why is everything you go out to eat you spend a good 20 30 dollars off with but and before we get off forex i just want to know do you have the option to uh do you have to be a recruiter like no not at all no. so can you talk about that Cause a lot of people, I know yeah. some people look at it, was like, I don't want to have to yeah, talk. You know, like, some anybody. people Some people just want to be able to do things privately. privately yeah. So can you explain how that option could work, like, the yeah. different um, positions?
1: Yeah, so um, when I first uh, signed up in November, um, I traded quietly. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want to build my team or, you know what I'm saying, I didn't really want to be a mentor. That wasn't something I wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not what I had time for and what I was interested in. So you're most definitely able to just – Join the educational platform and not tell a soul you can do this
0: and still make a good amount
1: and still make a good amount um what what comes in is is the company has kind of like a scholarship program or a way for you to move the the subscription fee so when you first sign up it's 225 you get access to all the resources and and you do have a mentor like whoever brings you in is your mentor you know they make sure that you're straight you know what you're doing um now say after that uh, just to keep the resources every month, and you know, still be a part of all the groups, it's one sixty five, and like like I said, you can make that in a day. Like one of my mentors today withdrew withdrew twelve hundred dollars today just from the morning session. Like that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So paying one sixty five is not a big deal. Like even for me, like in November, November, December, January, February, March, I I just start telling people opening my mouth about it like six six months in like i didn't yeah because i i I followed you
0: for a while and you didn't i you just recently yeah start telling people about it and
1: that's because like i was just like you know what there's too many people who are asking me how to make some extra money, you know, who are looking for a side yes. So it's too many of us who are, who are held down and depressed by our jobs.
0: It's too And many also of it's so important to have extra sources of income. Yeah. So before we go into that part, can yeah. you uh, like get estimate, like on average, somebody was thinking about, cause some people, a hundred the dollars, that's the, that's kind of tight, tight depending right. on where they at. Yeah. So how much like on average, like mm-hmm. starting, like somebody will make, into Forex, uh, so that's really dependent on. It's
1: really dependent on the person. Mm-hmm. So, like, say if you come in here, right, you you do your study and you've watched the your videos, you're tapping in, cool. You're you're tapping into the trades. There are people who came in and made three hundred dollars their first week. There are some people who came in and didn't make nothing their first week mm-hmm. it's all dependent on we have what you have we have what you call it earn while you learn system so while you're still learning we're sending you out trades trades that we're we're getting into top earners are getting into and you take those trades you copy and paste and put it into your phone right so say like um, the trades that we send out are 85 to 95% accurate. So say, like, if 10 trades are sent out, eight of them were hit, two of them won't. Say if you're in there and you happen to get into the two trades that don't hit, you could be having a bad trading day versus someone who got into the four trades that did hit who's having a great trading day. Uh, also depends on how much money is your, in your account. So if you have a large account, you can use higher lot size, which in layman's terms, like, you can kind of, like, bet more or invest more per like per pip um, and so if you have a larger account you can make more money so say like mm. if a signal is sent out and you have like a hundred dollars in your account and the signal hits right um, a person with a hundred dollars in their account they make they might make $40 off the trade the person with $500 in their account they make my like $400 off the trade. And the person with a thousand dollars in their account might make $1200 off that trade so it's, it's really dependent on the person's skill set, how many trades you're getting into, and your account size. So, like, just for me personally, like, my goal is usually to make, like, $1,000 a week. Like I said, my, one of my mentors withdrew $1,200 today, but he is a full-time master trader. Me, I have multiple jobs, I do multiple stuff, like, I can't. So, and then there's some weeks, like, if I don't, have time to like trade during the day I'll stay up for the London session which is like 12 a.m our time to like 10 a.m our time so sometimes like two nights out the week I'll stay up for the London session and I can make my whole thousand in that like in those in that night during the London session so it's it's, it depends it it varies it varies it definitely varies and like you never know like (coughs) one of my mentees who I brought on Phenomenal trader. Oh, my gosh. That is great. Yes. Make, probably makes more money than I do. So I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? And that's it's, how.
0: You, it, yeah. It's
1: like one of those things like you get out what you put in. Yes. Absolutely. That is 100% fact. You get out what you put in. And I think sometimes people think that they're just supposed to become a millionaire overnight. And, and it don't, don't work, like work like that. Like, what What industry,
0: what anything, <laughs> what anything real have you ever been a part of where you become a billionaire overnight? And that go back to what we said, like. Um, I don't know, it was Diddy, somebody, do not quote me, y'all, but they said the average millionaire have multiple sources of income. Yes, and at s- least five. So how many sources of income do you have currently? Yes, yeah, so currently I have three, kind of four-ish. Like, That's so good. A lot yeah. of people have one, so I'll keep you talking yeah. talk about
1: it? Yeah, so um, I have millennials versus everybody. So we're a startup, but I still do get like income from the events, but it all goes back to business. Right. Um, Then I do day trading, right? And then I do lead inspections and risk assessments on homes. So my mom has a real estate company, so I I pretty much started that, like, in – out of her but like I'm still trying to do some work with the Detroit Land Bank and you know I've worked with other real estate agents and people because all homes built before seventy six need a lead inspection and mm-hmm. so that's pretty much like eighty percent of the homes in the city of Detroit. Mm. So if you guys are looking into that you have to be licensed and to get the license everything's about a thousand dollars. But to have an Aforex my A Forex get um and then like I do public speaking events like here and there. So like you know public speaking gigs, you know you can get like a pretty for like yes, one, so um, I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to get my public speaking to you know back up and together. So. Yeah, though those are pretty much, you know, my streams of income and I'm looking to start another one too. I've just been saving up.
0: So let's say somebody have one, how even before even people before you even think about making having four streams of income, you gotta start at least creating a second stream. Yeah. So when somebody is looking to build multiple sources of income and like, okay, they got one main source of income mm-hmm. right now, they can start a second one. How can they start thinking um bring another second a uh, more forms of income and the strategy that's more smarter than working harder.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, yes, that's super important. Definitely work smarter, not harder. I would think about. I would think about your gifts, right? Your gifts and your talents, right? So maybe you can start something like if you are um, good at math, you can think about tutoring, right? If you um, are good at singing or music, you can think about doing some gigs, right? Um, just really start thinking about your talents. And then at, outside of that, like, think about the different side hustles. Like, you can start, like, a Shopify store, a yes. Dropbox store, online store.
0: There's even passive.
1: Yeah, you can – yeah, think about, like, yeah, just think about different passive things that you can do as well. Like, there are tons of licenses out there, like – even in the lead space like millions and millions of dollars have been pushed towards lead so like if you research and you do some research about like what's needed out there especially Mm -hmm. like i mean i know people aren't into like handy job work no more but they are really needed like people Mm -hmm. who do like electrical and like all that type of like on hand work like they're definitely needed in this space as well. Uh, a lot of freelance writing, like they have, like, um, you can or be. Or photography. Like, yeah. And another
0: thing I just recently know, uh, found out because mm-hmm. I'm going, taking a trip later this month. And Where are you going? LA, I'm going to be in Los Angeles, Los Angeles. So if you guys going to be in Los Angeles from the 25th to the 27th, I'm going to be there. Check, okay. hit me up. But um, I was on Airbnb and they have hosts not host for activities. So these are people just like, okay, you wanna have a hike of a tour? I don't know anything about LA, so I'm not right. gonna just go to any little hike. Right. I need somebody to guide you know I mean, me. Right. And these are people, like you pay them, and it varies from like 10, 20 to even 300 dollars. Somebody got like a, a boat, a yacht experience, they have a yacht, and let people get the experience of being on the yacht off the water. Wow. So I'm saying, like, also use apps like Airbnb if you don't want to use your house. Ooh, cause I don't want nobody up in my house. Yeah. But <laughs> you can, like, self-expense. Like, in Detroit, if I know one person do a dance class, he can make money. Uh, if you listen to, like, hey, this is some free money tip, mm-hmm. like, show them, like, uh, rent out a studio space for certain dates and have that yes. open. If you want to do learn photography or do a photo shoot, it's people that will pay just as I like, make Instagrammable photos yes. around the city. Yeah. So, like you said, just be creative and think, like you said, your talents and things like yes. that. Or what you're passionate about. And, I mean, some people
1: do not like the multi-level marketing industry. But, honestly, it's one of the leading industries that creates the most billionaires. So, like, yes. mm, why wouldn't you want to be a part of something like that? So, I do know people who do, like, tea or, um, you know, other different juices and, and stuff like that. Like, so you know that money works for you. you really don't even have to do much too. so you you can think passive. about that. but yeah think about passive but I definitely like for people like who really are trying to you know earn some extra money and some more freedom and learn a new skill, I would really will like suggest Forex only because after you spend your couple of months like learning and, and spending time and like getting acclimated, after that like it's 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 quite easy and it's not too time consuming like you can you know you find your pair you find your strategy like you hop in a couple trades and it pays you and you're fine like you just have freedom or freedom and time so I mean but this is this is where I am like right now in my stage of life like obviously there's so many there's tons of things that you can do um yeah and just like ask just like you said we were talking about the power of opening your mouth and just asking because there's tons of opportunities and there's so many people who are looking to connect with um bright and amazing people but really people who go for what they want there's this big narrative of like millennials like Um, Like, just being kind of, like, lazy or thinking that things are handed towards them. Right. It's It's so not true. That is
0: not the truth, bro. We're the most innovative generation. Things get invented every every single day. (laughs) Like, I didn't even think about that. Here's a little thing called a wig grip. Like, I'm like, who thought of that? You know how girls, like, the edges, the toothbrush, somebody legit formulate a brush just for edges. Yes. With a little comb. And I'm just like, who? did this right this is new <laughs> because back in the day we had i don't know if you go to the dentist you get that little extra yeah. toothbrush you see an extra toothbrush i see something for my edges yes
1: and this is the digital age
0: youtube people podcast ma- everything and you know what's crazy people look at people like i'm sorry youtube channel and look at them crazy like first of all i had to tell somebody like chill these youtubers they making more money than people with three or four degrees making well, more my
1: girlfriend um, she is an AD in Los Angeles, and she said, like, some YouTube star that she knows, like, mm-hmm. just came out of a Lamborghini, bro. Just, like, stopped at the store and hopped out this Lamborghini. I'm like,
0: oh, what? Like, yeah. Like, we have to understand, we are in a different age where things are definitely changing. Oh, So, you sure. gotta either adapt or be left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So, right. when we close out. I love yeah. that. You- you when doing planning and doing all this work, you're working towards a certain goal. So, what is like you don't give like a certain price, but you know you just say what you feel. Mm-hmm. But what is like your dream financial goal? You're working towards. Like, what are you exactly doing on this working towards?
1: Yeah, um, that's really a, that's really really a great question. Um, so, my goal with just I in life period really is to spread success for others right is to uplift and empower and encourage right um to i think oftentimes, like even like so uh i went to south i moved to south africa for three months and like when i came back something that i really noticed um about just like my community here or you know people here just in general as well is our mindsets right um the media I, I feel like just especially just like in black space um, just doesn't do a really good job at displaying and showing like black wealth, black positivity and just like people doing great things, right? And then too, like even in our households, like if, if, if our parents aren't teaching us, or our grandparents aren't teaching us about who we are and to love ourselves, you know, that's very hard because the educational system over here for sure is not doing that. Right. And so, you know, one of my friends in South Africa was just like, if I was in South, if I was in America, I would be doing A, B and C. This is mad at that. Da, da, da. And I started to think about like, yeah, there are so many blessings and outlets and things here in, in America in this, you know, just period. But like a lot of our mindsets, um, we are locked into like feeling like we can't do better. Or we yes. don't know better. We haven't seen better. And so what's really important to me is shifting mindsets and, like, really letting people know, like, I do see you, I hear you, you're valued, and, like, you have something positive and powerful to bring to this space. And so in whatever
0: capacity that is,
1: money, um, I know I will be wealthy. Like, I, I,
0: that's no doubt in my mind. God is amazing. <laughs> I have to ask, yeah. what is your dream buy? My dream buy? Yes, like, what if you, like, if you have the money, like, Will you hope to buy? If it's one thing you oh, hope to get in your lifetime. Uh, something to purchase. Because I know for me, like, my one dream buy, or at least, like, just use, uh-huh. I always, look, I'm just saying, speaking to existence, I want a yacht. If I could do yes. anything, or, like, a yacht off the Mediterranean Sea and Ooh. vacation.
1: I've been, I had a yacht summer, girl. Okay. I, really I did. saw you was living up. <laughs> I was just like... This girl uh, is yes. living the dream. Uh, wow. The yachts are beautiful. Dang, like if I could purchase some Like doing all this,
0: because you really yeah. on the verge, like really I can see it. Like you you working yes. and you on you on your grind. So when all this pay off, like one right. thing you would love to buy, if you have the money, you could buy anything in the world, like anything you would love to buy. Your dream purchase. Oh my gosh.
1: I would that's so good. Maybe, like, a private jet or something. Oh, yes. So I do not have to deal with, like, because first of all, travel is a big part of me, like, um, and I know that I will be doing more traveling. Actually, like, I'm going to travel the States on tour for a couple of things next, next year, but, um... Ah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking like some type of property, like off yeah. the water, like a getaway property. Oh, okay, me? yes. Like, period. I yeah, I want to have a couple of properties around, just everywhere, but. Yeah, probably a nice property, right? My family can come to like. Oh, like a little
0: vacation property? Yes, would it be? Would it be in property. state? So I would say, I Would love to have like multiple homes. Like I have definitely multiple, yeah. after being in London and Paris. I either want a home in London or Paris. Like a you little I'm
1: thinking about grad school in Paris.
0: You should. Paris is beautiful. Don't mm-hmm. hang out by the Eiffel Tower. It's too congested. Yeah. But I didn't get. I was only there for a day, but I still like it. It's like. Yeah. It's like New York. It's like, oh, I don't know how to feel, but I kind of hate it, but it's I still love, love it. it. <laughs> so. <laughs> definitely definitely do it yeah but uh, thank you so much for coming this was so much fun thank you
1: oh my god this was so great i honestly just like really enjoy my time here oh. just, like talking
0: to you it's been so great oh my god you
1: like inspired me and got me I, wow so many ideas yes sis, let's do it let's do it
0: But thank you
1: so much. So where can people follow you or connect with you? Okay, cool. So um, follow me on Instagram at English with an I. So I-N-G-L-I-S-H-W-I-T-H-A-N-I. You can follow me at English with an I on um, Instagram and Twitter. I'm not really a tweeter like that, but yeah. And then on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, it's English Reed Jones, um, English with an I, Read, J O N E S. <laughs> so, stay connected. Oh, and then uh, visit millennialsversuseverybody.com.
0: Yes, definitely check out the events if you' trying to build your net worth to net worth. Yes. Come to the events. Yes, yes. Come to the events. Come to the events. Let's get it, family. Yes. So (laughs) thanks for chilling with us. If you can follow me on Instagram at Cynthia Lashawn as well as follow the podcast at the Lounge Pod on Instagram as well. And thank you for so much for chilling with us. We talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.